Amen. Welcome to Justice Yard Broadcast again this Sunday. We appreciate you tuning us in. And uh, we've got our, uh, <coughs> what would we call that guy in there? He's going to give me a countdown and he don't realize I can't count. Uh, so, uh, what, engineer? Audio engineer. Technical audio engineer. Parts placement technician. <laughs> Amen. But anyhow, we appreciate you tuning us in again this Sunday. We hope that uh, to be a blessing to you this, uh, today. That uh, that the Lord might take the Word of God and then strengthen you and encourage you and give you something that you're standing in need of. And uh, we are Pastor James Blue Fellowship Baptist Church, located at 631 Squirrel Creek Road here in Newland. So if you don't have a home church, do come out and be with us. Uh, we'd love to see you come out. Love to meet you if I haven't met you, and, and uh, love opportunity to try to uh, be an encouragement uh, from the Word of God to your hearts. And our Sunday morning services are at ten o'clock, and then our Sunday evening services are at five o'clock, and our midweek prayer meeting uh, is at seven o'clock. So do come out and be with us for any or all services that you might possibly be able to attend. We'd love to, love for you to come out. Love to have you. And, not that everybody our church is not for everybody, and everybody's not for our church, so come and give it a try. Yeah. And uh, uh, come and, and just uh, uh, ask the Lord if that's where he'd have you to be, sure. and if that's where he'd have you, we'd love to have you. Yeah. And if it's not where he'd want you to be, well, uh, we'd still like to meet you and then meet you and greet you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And uh, we'll meet you and greet you farewell because you need to be in the will of God wherever you're going to be Amen. going. Amen. And uh, I'm a firm believer in that today. But do come out and be with us and uh, give it a try and just uh, uh, see, uh, see if what the Lord would have for you in store there. And uh, summertime's coming. We'll be having a... a a whole lot of activities. Yes, um, we've got one of the best programs that uh, uh, that you can find today that's available. We've got some of the uh, the best sermon outlines that you can come and, and um, if you come long enough, you can pick your own sermon uh, because we we got sixty six books that we take our there sermon outlines from, and uh, they begin <laughs> in the book of Genesis and end in the book of Revelation. And if you come long enough, you'll hear the one that you wanted to hear. Amen. Sure. So uh, just do come out and be with us. We love to have you. And uh, pray for us. That Lord just touch and, and help us. And we need to pray for our county. We need to pray for our country. Uh, that the Lord would intervene uh, in spite of your politics. Uh, in Amen. spite of if you like or don't like whoever's holding public offices all the way from, from your county level to all the way through Congress, all the way up to the president, we're still obligated because sure. we are Americans, and uh, we are obligated to pray for those that have the rule over us. Yeah. And so we need to pray for them. And uh, I believe that prayer uh, will change things faster than than comment. So. Yeah. Uh, so we do need to, we do need to pray. And we're going to start a little bit different uh, here today uh, than what we typically do. And I like to throw the devil for a loop every chance that we get. Amen. And so we're going to start with prayer this afternoon and then get on into the service uh, here today. Brother Keith, if you would lead us as we pray. Father, as we bow before you, Lord, again, this side of eternity, God, we do come to home We thank you, God, for who you are. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing and what you're going to do. Lord, we certainly pray for our country right now. God, you touch it, Lord. It's in chaos. Father, we pray, God, that you just ever intervene and touch. God, we pray for those listening on the way of the radio today. God, many are sick and not able to go to the house of God. And, Lord, they, they rely on the radio broadcast, Father, to be their, their source of food for, for the spiritual man. Lord, I pray that you'd bless them in him. Just help us, God, to stand and preach. Lord, do that you've called us to do. God, we pray for Sister Staff, Lord, that you just ease her heart. God, just have your divine will accomplished here today, Father. I beg you as earnest as I know how. 
Lord, without Lord, you, it's nothing Jesus. can be said or done here today. But Father, with you, all things will be accomplished for thy glory. Now have your way, I beg in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. And amen. Well, like I said, we appreciate you. I hope that you prayed with us. And we hope that you pray for us. And pray we got Sister Staff going to sing for us here today. And so y'all pray for her. She comes around and sings. Out on the water, the storm's raging high. The waters around them were troubled that night. Fear filled their hearts. They thought they would die. But they failed to remember that the master was nigh. He spoke the words, and the winds all stood still. Amen. Even the waters obeyed his will. He calmed their storm like he will mine. Yes. If I just remember that he lives inside. Yeah. Why should I worry? Why should I fear? When this very same Jesus, he is always so near. He lives in my heart, and he hears when I cry. So I'll call on his name till the storm passes by. Yeah. We read in the Bible how he walked with him, brought light to the darkness. When the way grew dim, how great it would be to have his footsteps leading mine and to walk with the master all of the time. And when trials come and death seems so nigh, I'll just call on the master. I know he'll get there on time. Amen. And when sickness comes and my body's in pain, all I have to do is call on his name. Why should I worry? Why should I fear? When this very same Jesus, he is always so near. He lives in my heart and he hears when I cry. So I'll call on his name till the storm passes by. So I'll call on his name till the storm passes by. Amen. Don't want to? Yes or no? Huh? Go ahead. As I kneel in the darkness in the middle of the night, I'm praying for assurance everything's going to be all right. Lord, I see another battle out in front of me. I'm afraid I won't be able and I'll go down in defeat. He said, do you remember where I brought you from? Just take a look behind you at just how far you've come. And every time you ask me, didn't I deliver you? 
So why would you be thinking that I wouldn't see you through? Didn't I walk on the water? Didn't I calm the raging sea? I spoke to the wind. It hushed and I gave you peace. Didn't I run to your rescue? Didn't I hear you when you called? I walked right beside you just so you wouldn't fall. Didn't I leave all of heaven just to die for your sin? I searched until I found you and I'd do it all again. Now she's talking to her father in a house that was once a home. She says, my bills are coming due, Lord, and six days just ain't that long. She hears a voice so still and low. It said, I've moved like that before. I'll do this little thing for you, and I'll give you so much more. Yes. Didn't I walk on the water? Didn't I calm the raging sea? I spoke to the wind. It hushed and I gave you peace. Didn't I run to your rescue? Didn't I hear you when you called? I walked right beside you just so you wouldn't fall. Didn't I leave all of heaven just to die for your sin? I searched until I found you and I'd do it all again. Didn't I leave all of heaven just to die for your sin? Mm-hmm. I searched until I found you, and I do it all again. Amen. Amen. Appreciate that. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you have a copy of the Word of God today, we're going to be looking at the book of First Kings, First Kings, chapter number eighteen, a very familiar passage of Scripture. Uh, where Elijah goes up to Mount Carmel and has that out with the 450 prophets of Baal and also the 400 prophets that sits at Jezebel's table. So he has it, uh, a display here, a, uh, a con- confrontation, if you will, of 850 prophets. And so we want to read the scripture here in First Kings chapter number 18, verse number 17. The Bible said, It came to pass when Ahab saw Elijah, that Ahab said unto him, Art thou he that troubleth Israel? And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house, in that ye have forsaken the commandments of the Lord, and and thou hast followed Balaam. Now therefore send, and gather to me all Israel unto Mount Carmel, and the prophets of Baal 450, and the prophets of the groves 400, which eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent unto all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together unto Mount Carmel. And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. Then said Elijah unto the people, I, even I only, remain a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets are 450 men. Let them therefore give us two bullocks, and let them choose one bullock for themselves, and cut it in pieces, and lay it on wood, and put no fire under. And I will dress the other bullock, and lay it on wood, and put no fire under. 
And call ye on the name of your gods, and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God that answereth by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, It is well spoken. And Elijah said unto the prophets of Baal, Choose ye one bullet for yourselves, and dress it first. For ye are many, and call on the name of your gods, but put no fire under. And they took the bullet which was given them, and they dressed it and called on the name of Baal from morning even until noon, saying, O Baal, hear us. But there was no voice, nor any that, there, nor any that answered, and they leaped upon the altar which was made. And it came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Cry aloud, for he is a god. Either he is talking, or he is pursuing, or he is in a journey, or peradventure he sleepeth and must be awaked. And they cried aloud and cut themselves after their manner with <coughs> knives and lancets till the blood gushed out upon them. And it came to pass when midday was past and they prophesied unto the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice. There was neither voice nor, to, nor any to answer, nor any that regarded. And Elijah said unto all the people, Come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him. And he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And Elijah took twelve stones, according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, unto whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. And with, these st with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench round about the altar as great as would contain two measures of seed. And he put the wood in order, and cut the bullock in pieces, and laid him on the wood, and said, Fill four barrels with water, and pour it on the burnt sacrifice, and on the wood. And he said, Do it the second time. And they did it the second time. And he said, Do it the third time. And they did it the third time. And the water ran round about the altar, and he filled the trench also with water. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel, and that I am thy servant. And that I have done all these things in thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God, and that thou hast turned their heart back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell, and consumed the burnt sacrifice, and the wood, and the stones, and the dust, and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces, and they said, The Lord, he is the God. The Lord, he is the God. And Elijah said unto them, Take the prophets of Baal, let not one of them escape. And they took them, and Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishon, and slew them there. But then look at verse 41. He said, And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. Now, if you go back to verse 39, he said, And when all the people saw, saw it, when they saw what the Lord done, they fell on their faces, and they said, The Lord, he is the God, he uh, the Lord, he is the God. Then verse 41 says, Elijah said, And Ahab, get thee up, eat, drink, and for there is a sound of abundance of rain. Now, when we look at this passage of Scripture this, uh, this afternoon, we know several different things uh, that's worthy of our attention. Let's go back to the beginning of where we started here and notice who, what's taking place. Now, Ahab is the king of Israel. And Ahab comes and he, see, he finds Elijah. He's heard about what the man of God's been doing. And it's causing uproar in Ahab's plans. And so when he first meets him, he don't say, Hello, sir, how are you? He don't have any, any common courtesy. But when he meets Elijah, he says, Are you the man? 
He asked me, sir, are you the one that's causing all this trouble, in other words? And then he, and then uh, uh, Elijah responds back, no, I'm not the one that's causing the trouble, but you are. And But then I want you to notice in verse 19, I never noticed this before uh, until the uh, Lord got to reveal it to us. Verse 19 says, Elijah's saying here, he said, now therefore send and gather to me all of Israel unto Mount Carmel and the prophets of Baal 450 and the prophets of the groves of 400 which eat at Jezebel's table. Now let's look what's happening here. We've got the king, Ahab, and we've got Elijah, the prophet. So we've got the king of the uh, of people, and now we've got a servant of the God king, which being uh, the Lord Jehovah. Yeah. So, but I want us to notice here what's happening. The, the man of God tells the king what to do here. And the king don't hesitate. And, and, and I find that, it strikes me funny. It catches my attention that a common man of God can tell a king uh, what to do. And there's, I mean, Ahab don't say, Elijah, who do you think you are? Uh -huh. I'm the king. But uh, but the king, he, he, he thinks that Elijah's put himself in a position to trap himself. Yeah. And so Ahab, to him, he says, you know what? This is a pretty good idea. Let's just go ahead and have it out. Let's just have all these prophets come. And that we've been trusting in, that we, we've been looking to them. And I mean, they're the ones that writes our horoscopes and they're the ones that does all these things. So right. I'm, I'm going to trust these 450 prophets of Baal over this one man of God. Well, yeah. apparently where he had heard that Elijah was one causing trouble, apparently he didn't believe that there was something to it today. And I'll make my point in a minute, but we've got to establish where we're going here. Now, he goes, Ahab thinks it's a good idea. And he don't he don't uh, he don't put Elijah in his place and say I'm the king you don't tell me what to do, but now he goes and he calls for all these prophets and they've come and they've gathered everybody together and we see here that Elijah because of the number he says you get you there's more of you so you get your sacrifice ready and while you're doing your thing I'll get my sacrifice ready but I, I find it very interesting today. Uh, as we've read these scriptures, we see that while they're doing their thing here, they've started to sacrifice at the morning sacrifice. And they're jumping up on top of this altar and they're cutting themselves with knives and lances and they're screaming, O Baal, and they're calling on their God. And they're doing that from the morning all the way up right. into the noontime. But now when we see what Elijah's, what's taking place in Elijah's life, and here's what I want you to see if you're born again, as the world all around you might be screaming and jumping yeah. and hooping and hollering and just uh, taking on the office commotion you've ever seen, but look what the man of God was doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he put his yeah. nose to the grindstone. He said, I've got a job to do. I've got a purpose for oh, being here, and I've got to make sure this purpose magnifies yeah. the Lord at the end of the day. So having that said this afternoon, what in your life today, what, what have you put your nose to the, uh, the millstone about? What are, what are you determined about today that the glory of God might be revealed come yeah. sundown? Yeah. I mean, that's a very good lesson for any born-again believer today is we, at the end of the day, throughout your, your morning and through your noon, while the world's are doing whatever they're going to do, if you'll stay focused on what God's got for you to do, right. at the end of the day, when you make your prayer to God, will He accept your sacrifice that you've made today? Right. I mean, we see right. there's some things that's took place here. We see that Elijah... He tells them, he says in verse number 25, worthy of our attention, he said, Elijah said unto the prophets of Baal, choose you one of the bullet, one bullock for yourselves and dress it first, for ye are many, and call on the name of your gods, but put no fire under it. 
Now, I don't mean to come up here to the radio station and sound any bit arrogant. I don't mean to come up here and sound like that I think I know everything. I don't even want to come up here and sound like that I've got this thing uh, under my thumb and understand things that nobody else understands. I don't mean to come no, off uh, to give that impression today. But what Elijah is saying here, he said, okay, boys, you're, you're, you're the prophets of Baal. You're worshiping a false god. And you go ahead and do your thing. You see, they had the same procedures that the man of God had. And as I look around today and we see all the different denominations, we see all the different doctrines, we see all the different, I mean, you've got the Presbyterian, the Methodist, the Holiness, and, 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 so, and it just goes on and on and on. And we'd spend all of our time naming denominations. But when it boils down to it, we've all got the same precepts. We've all got the sure. same steps yep. uh, that's going to come yep. to the point where that we've got to pray fire from heaven down. Man. Now that's where it comes in different. That's where I'm proud this afternoon uh, to say that I'm, I'm a Baptist by choice. Now, I'm a saved child of God before I become a Baptist. Sure. I mean, God come to where I was, found me, rescued me, saved me, created a new person in me, yeah. set my feet upon that rock. You know the, you know what he Man. always done for the born again believer. That happened to me before I become a Baptist. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I never become a Baptist so that I could become no. uh, somebody that was going to heaven. You see, I'm uh -huh. not trusting in a denomination and I'm not trusting Man. in a doctrine today uh, by no means to take me to heaven, but I lean toward the Baptist denomination and the Baptist doctrines, not because it's easy, uh, but because it's as true as I can right. find to the word of God. And we see here that Elijah, he kept his nose where it's supposed to be. He kept his vision, if you will. Bible said where there's no vision, the people perish. And he kept his sight on the goal. Yeah. And the goal was, look, I've got an opportunity here in front of all these people to prove that my God is real. Man. Now, having that said, I know it's a little uh, different, uh, uh, maybe run a rabbit, so to speak. But having that said this afternoon, you may not understand today why some of the things are going on in your life that's happening in your life. Could it be today that God, at the end of the day, is trying to reveal to those that's around you who the one real God is? Because they Man. said the Lord, He is not just God, but right. the Bible said twice there, He said the Lord, He is the God. Yeah. Right. Amen. Amen. Yeah. He didn't say He's God. He said uh -huh. He's the God. Yes. So they're putting an emphasis on who is the true living Man. God today. And he tells them in verse 25, he said, get it all ready. Go through the steps. Go through the motions, if you will. I mean, you meet at 10 o'clock on Sunday morning. Your Sunday school uh, superintendent opens up. Your choir sings yeah. a song. Yeah, and this happens. And, and usually, I, I mean, a lot of times you'll have the same person give the same testimony. And that's okay if the Lord's in it. And, and just, it's just service after service after service. And then there comes to a point when some little old speaker will get up. And then he'll get up and give you some kind of a sermonette. And then he'll yeah. let you out already to have your cigarette. Amen. Man. And then you, you, you just go through all of the motions that's taking place. Folks, that ain't church. Man. Again, I'm not here to ruffle nobody's feathers. I'm not here to make anybody look bad. But that's not church. That's formalism. Man. That's all that boils down to. But this, and then even in that, whatever that they're given, are they giving you the true word yeah. of God? Man. Are they giving you the truth of the word of God? Are they rightly dividing the word of God? Man. Are there, is, is, is your speakers even saved by the grace of God? Yeah. 
Right. Or do they have their little old certificate that uh, that 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 beats all I've ever seen? You look in the in the local papers anymore? Churches will run ads in the papers. We'll pay a piano player to come and play. We'll uh, we'll take preachers. Uh, uh, we'll take the uh, the resumes. And and I had a church ask me one time, said, "Could you give us a resume?" I said, "I sure can. If I can find one, what does it look like?" I had no clue. And I know that was ignorance on my part. Uh, but I didn't know what they was talking about. And they told me. And I said, well, sure, I can feel you on that. And, and, and I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't look. I wasn't applying for a job. Amen. Yeah, uh, uh, but that's what it's become in the day. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. folks, I'm talking about right here in Avery County. Right. I'm not talking about out in California. I'm talking about right here in Avery County, Newland, North Carolina. It's become, it's, it's become a position uh, instead of having God centered in any and everything. So we see here that Elijah said, okay, men, we've got the same, uh, the same steps up to when we pray uh, or up to uh, getting our God's attention, which in this, in this situation is prayer. And he said, you do your thing, but don't put no fire under it. Why did he do that? Well, obviously, we knew that, that we see that he's, he's calling on the fire of God to come down to consume. But at the same time, he, he's trapped them. He's mm-hmm. tricked them and he's put them in a position that their false worship right. is not going to look to the people like it's real. Right. And again, I, I'm not trying to burst your bubble, but honey, I mean, I'm telling you, it's a dangerous thing today to fall into the hands and, and a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. And I'm scared today that a lot of the churches right here in, in Avery County, not all of them, but a lot of them has got into such a formalism and they've got into so much of, I want to make everybody happy and I want to continue to keep getting my paycheck and I want to do this, I want to right. do that, that we have forgotten today what the, what the Word of God teaches us. Right. And so he tells them, don't put no fire on it. He's telling them, you, you take your emotionalism out of it. Yep. He's saying, take your routine out of it. Yep. I mean, it's a shame and a disgrace when you can go to a Bible college, and I win. And, but when you go to a Bible college and, and they introduce you, uh, first, obviously, they're going to charge you a bunch of money, and you've got to buy a bunch of books, and they're going to charge you an outrageous price for these books. But about two and a half to three months, somewhere in that area, into most of your Bible colleges, they get from teaching you the, the foundation of the of the word of God then they go to trying to get you into how you should present yourself and yeah. when to what time to pray what time to take your coat off what time to, to that you look the most spiritual so that the people will follow you listen that that ain't worth a nickel today Amen. friend I mean I take my coat off when I get hot sure amen <laughs> I, I, I'm not here. To, I'm not at my church to trying to make myself look like I'm spiritual. Matter of fact, the Bible said I must decrease that He might increase. Man. I know that we wear suits and ties because that's what's expected of the people, and I've got no problem with that today, other than I despise a necktie. But still, I'll wear them out of respect for other yeah. people's feelings. But at the same time, Elijah said, "Don't put no fire under that thing. We're going to have to let somebody, the real, true God, show up." Yeah. And it won't be fake. It won't man. be by man's hands. Yeah. It won't be through a man's works. Right. And I just wonder. Uh, uh, I mean, these apparently these prophets have never done this before. Yeah. Because if they had done it before, they wouldn't have accepted the challenge. Right. Ahab had never seen this done before. Ahab probably had right. seen these prophets do the same thing, but they probably had some a little feller sneak around there and yeah. build fire. Amen. I mean, they have thought that I've got Elijah where I want him. My ways is going to beat his ways. Sure. And he was no doubt 
had been had been succored and had been succored and had been fooled himself. But then when we get on down here, we see that they done all these things, but they didn't put no fire. And they prayed and they jumped and they I mean they done everything that you that the Bible says right here that took place. But there's nothing. And I find it interesting. One of the verses that we we read there, verse number twenty nine, it says it came to pass when midday was past. I mean, they're getting on up in the late afternoon or the evening time. It says, until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, that there was neither voice nor any danger nor any that regarded. Yeah. Now, I picture myself, let's go over to Mount Carmel. And they've done and went through all this. They've cut themselves. There's blood everywhere. I mean, it's just one of the most horrific things you could probably ever imagine seeing. And now there's just a total silence. Mm-hmm. Boy, there's quietness up on the mountain here. And then Elijah gets his, his sacrifice prepared and gets it ready. And then he prays these simple little old prayers. Now, he didn't get up there and say, Now, Lord, I want you to do this so that people can see me. He didn't get up there and, and, and have this long, drawn-out prayer. Amen. I, my pastor told me years ago, he said, I'm going to tell you how to tell when somebody's not spiritual. I said, How's that? He said, when you have a, a congregation pray together, he said, that one that wants to pray for, for four or five minutes, he said, that's usually one that don't pray when he's at home. Amen, yep. And I said, well, I don't know about that because I, I, I said, that's about how long I pray when I pray at home. And he said, well, he said, you need to get right with God. Amen. <laughs> but that, I mean, I, and I wouldn't change nothing for it. But Elijah prays here. And when he prays, then the fire from heaven comes down. Preacher, why ain't my family being safe? Preacher, why ain't my life doing no better than what's going on? Well, it's a fire coming down. Yeah, right. When you pray, who's you praying to? Right. What kind of God are you praying to? Are you praying yeah, to yeah. a God? Or are you praying to the God? And then yeah. I want you to notice this. In the last few seconds we have today, the Bible said in verse 41, when Elijah said unto Ahab, get thee up. Elijah still has his head bent over. Elijah still don't know hardly what's going on. But when he raises his head up, the man of God said, the rains are coming. Don't you notice this? In the last few seconds, when God is proven, it always begins to rain. So prove God this afternoon. Come join us tonight if you can at 5 o'clock. May God bless you until next week.